0: Listener production. Which sector performed worse this week?
1: And what market moving events are scheduled for the coming week?
0: Good afternoon, I'm Laura. I'm Craig. It's Friday, the 16th of June. Welcome to the ComSec Market Update. Well, Craig, we made it to Friday.
1: TGIF. TGIF,
0: TGIF or Friday, as I like to say. <laughs> So we had a really, really good day on the market. We lifted by over 1%, fifth straight session of gains, our longest winning streak in over two months. So the ASX 200 lifted by 76 points, 1.1% to 7,251. And this puts an end to three straight weeks of declines, Craig. I'm very happy about it.
1: Yes, apparently it was our fourth best day this this year. So, you know, sort of a long time between drinks, you know, in sort of <laughs> terms of this one coming around. I think we're seeing investors much more encouraged, much more relaxed about yeah. your know, sort of prospects for the actually, share market and for the economy.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, over the course of the week, we've had a lot of economic data coming out. It's It's been a big week. And markets have really shown resilience to all of those things coming out. And we've seen markets continuing to push higher this week.
1: Yeah, when you think about it, consumer confidence remains weak. Mm-hmm. Consumers aren't happy. Business confidence weakened. and um, But then, then we had the strong job figures uh, mm-hmm. on, on Thursday. 76,000 jobs created. They were only looking for... For 17,000. Pointing Uh, to
0: another potential rate hike next month. So it sounds like good news, but it's not so good for rate hikes. So (laughs) it's it's all pointing to the direction that we will get more rate hikes. You know, if everything is weaker than expected or stronger than expected in a way that it shouldn't be. But markets have pushed higher, which is the main thing. So I think maybe now we're conditioned to seeing all these bad things happening and we're just like, meh, you know, who cares?
1: (laughs) Well, I think there's also China, the China stimulus or the potential for stimulus coming yes. out of China. I think that's been you know, sort of quite encouraging. Big and when, factor. When you think about it, you know, it's a lot of the nasties that we've had you know, sort of earlier on this year the debt ceiling crisis, the US banking crisis, oh, regional banking crisis.
0: Yep. We've been through the worst of it. <laughs>
1: the fears of recession, significant recessions. Now we're likely to see recessions in many parts of the world. We've well, got one in New Zealand happening at the mm-hmm. moment. Very, very modest, you know, sort of a, not, not as significant as what was initially expected.
0: Exactly right. So, In terms of sectors today, we saw most sectors lifting, except for healthcare. In fact, over the week, healthcare was the only sector to post losses, and this was led lower by our third largest stock in the market, CSL. It fell about 10% this week after it downgraded profit forecasts earlier in the week. We also saw energy stocks continuing to stand out. We saw a big lift in oil last night.
1: Yeah, oil prices certainly you know, sort of rising at the moment. Again, yes, you know, so they're a little bit choppy at the moment. You know, so mm. one day up and yes, you know, so the next day down. But yes. uh, that's making it you know sort of uh, much more contentious you know, in terms of the energy sector.
0: But we did see some big lifts in oil uh, during the week. Yesterday it was down, but the day before that it was up quite significantly. Last night it was up quite significantly. So that's probably why we saw that big boost in energy stocks. We also saw coal stocks performing well. Whitehaven Coal was yes. among the best as well.
1: Whitehaven up 8.3%. Exactly. Yes, that's certainly a very significant rise. And Liontown exactly. Resources was also yes. up
0: 8.3%. Our miners did really well today as well. They were up in the order of around 1% as a group, but lithium and gold stocks really did did quite well. Town, as you mentioned, one of our major lithium miners that did really well. Gold stocks, again, uh, topping, topping the list. In fact, in terms of miners, we had nine of the ten best performers today being mining stocks. But the other one, the stock that topped the list today, was AGL. It was a standout. It lifted almost 10% after being up even much higher earlier in the day.
1: Well, as we've been talking about uh, for a couple of days now, we're in the confessional part <sighs> of the year when the companies come clean in terms of the outlook for, for their um, earnings. And uh, AGL upgraded guidance, so underlying earnings, now between $1.3 and $1.375 billion. Uh, It had been a wider range, $1.25 to $1.375 billion. So if anything, they've just tightened you know, so the guidance to the upper end of the range. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done that in terms of underlying profit as well. And they've also upgraded the financial year 24, the next financial year, in terms of their figures as well. Why? Higher electricity prices mm-hmm. and increased plant production you know, sort of by, by AGL. They mentioned that C word again, challenging. <laughs> it was challenging earlier in the year. They're looking for the next financial year to be, you know, sort of much, much better. 9.7% gain in terms of the share price.
0: And just on that AGL story, I actually got a, a notice from my energy provider last night saying that they're going to increase my energy rates. So it's basically the story across most of the energy, energy stocks or sector, and that's why we're seeing the energy stocks lifting there as well because we're facing the brunt of it with the energy prices, aren't we?
1: Well, yes. I suppose if you consume um, your electricity from AGL and you have shares in AGL, (laughs) well, you're covering yourself both ways, aren't you?
0: (laughs) There you have it. Another stock today was de Grey Mining. It lifted about 6.7%. They responded to media speculation. So today there was a newspaper article in the business section of the West Australia, Titled "De Grey Sitting on Three Billion Extra," so they came out and said the article was not initiated by the company, and the, the company wasn't asked for any comments. So basically, that was, I guess, false in their eyes, and, and they saw a lift of six point seven percent.
1: Indeed, and um, Alcom was another one to do well, not as well as AGL, but uh, share price was up one point eight percent today. Uh, basically, they. Um, Upgraded the oil reserve tonnage at Mount Catlin Mine in Western Australia, a 34% upgrade to 7.8 million tonnes. The projected life of the, the mine now, another four or five years that they'll get out of it, finishing up somewhere around about 2028. Uh, via the Open Pit Mining. Uh, This is a fairly significant uh, firm on on our market. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the seventh biggest diversified metals and mining stock on the market. And this is in in a sector which includes the likes of BHP and RIA.
0: That's right. So that mine that's going to continue operating, it's one of the six mining locations that they have. And basically they're going to continue mining for longer, which is good news for the company. Another one today was Javoy Global. And now I'm missing Stevie here just in this moment because if you guys don't know, he can actually speak fluent French. So he would have been able to say the name of that company much better than I could. I think I might have butchered it a little bit, but we did our best, Craig, with your <laughs> guidance earlier today. Um, so essentially, they're a mine, they mine for coal bait, nickel, copper, and gold. And this comes after winning a 15 million US dollar contract from the US government, the Department of Defense, to fund a study on building a cobalt refinery in the US. So the reason the Department of Defense funded it is because cobalt is a critical mineral. It's used for a lot of defense and military purposes. So we saw its shares ending up 25% 25% higher. They were even higher during the session. They are up about 40% at one stage and they topped the winners list on the all odds. So the top 500 stocks on the, on the ASX, they topped that today.
1: Strong performance, strong performance.
0: Now let's look ahead to the all exciting. What's coming ahead next week? First of all, let's just touch on tonight. So tonight we have US consumer sentiment coming out.
1: Yes, yes, indeed.
0: We do. And then next week... A little bit of a breather in terms of economic data in Australia, but that doesn't mean we don't have things happening.
1: Well, it wouldn't be a normal week if we didn't have the central banks represented somewhere. And certainly, yes, the Reserve Bank has got three Guernseys for for the coming week. We've got the Monetary Policy Meeting Minutes, so Mm -hmm. the meetings of the last... Uh, interest rate decision a fortnight ago. That's coming out on Tuesday. Where
0: they shocked markets with a 25 basis point rate hike. Well, shocked, depending on who you're asking. But mm-hmm. yes, in terms of what analysts were were expecting,
1: the central banks are keeping us guessing at the moment. They, yes, they want to make sure that those inflationary expectations push down. And you know, sort of, any chance that you know, sort of, the inflation is going to bubble up, they're going to increase interest rates. And they want that view made made clear across the the markets. Uh, we've got the Assistant Governor of the Reserve Bank, Christopher Kent. with a, He's involved in a panel discussion also on Tuesday. And the Deputy Governor, Michelle Bullock, you know, so she gives a, a speech also on Tuesday. So Tuesday, very popular day for, for the Reserve Bank, a number of things on. We've got uh, testimony from the US Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, coming out on Thursday. We've got a Bank of England interest rate decision on Thursday as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it is those those central banks um, that are dominating proceedings in the coming week.
0: Absolutely. And just to touch on, on Monday, the US banks will be shut for a public holiday. Um, so we won't have anything really to lead us into Tuesday. So we'll just have to see what happens on Tuesday. But of course, we'll have all of these Reserve Bank speeches and minutes coming out on Tuesday and that will potentially drive our market depending on whether you know they're hawkish or, or dovish in, in what they're saying. So we'll have that to lead us. Again, we'll have a lot of shareholder meetings both in the US and in Australia, and as you mentioned, that Bank of England interest rate decision. So lots of stuff coming out. We also, on on Friday, we have Bank of Japan and UK inflation data coming out. So it's never a dull week on the share market, ever, and I just hope we can continue our winning streak.
1: Well, certainly that is the case, with a lot (laughs) of the nasties staying away and you're sort of... but uh, potentially, yes, you know, so the positives like China economic stimulus, you know, so the yes, the investors may be, be a little bit more, more settled. So, yeah, hope the winning streak continues for, for a while yet.
0: Plenty to keep our eyes on. And we hope you all have a lovely weekend. Thanks for listening in this week. And we'll catch you again on Monday. See you. Bye.